0: On today's episode of the Training Peaks Coachcast, your source for the latest information about the art, science, and business of coaching. Are you setting your athletes up for success with smart, attainable goals? Or could your athletes benefit from better goal setting in and out of endurance sports? Dave sat down with mental skills coach Carrie Cheadle to learn how she approaches goal setting with her athletes. Hey everybody, Dave Schell here. And on this week's episode of the Training Peaks Coachcast, I had the pleasure to sit down with Carrie Cheadle. Carrie and I discussed what are some of the key components to goal setting, what are some of the common pitfalls, and how you can implement goal setting in coaching and your business. Hope you enjoy. Alright, welcome to the Training Peaks Coachcast. I'm your host, Dave Schell, and today I am joined by Carrie Cheadle. Carrie is a sports psychologist, author, and longtime friend of Training Peaks. In fact, Carrie did one of our most popular webinars ever, The Psychology of Suffering. Carrie, thanks for joining us today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Before we get into it, can you tell us a little bit about yourself in your own words?
1: Yeah, um, I am, I'm actually a mental skills coach, so I'm not a sports psychologist, but it happens all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's, um, and the difference is I, I work, I exclusively work with athletes on, um, uh, mental training for performance enhancement. Um, so sports psychologists might do that, but they also could potentially be working with an athlete on, cl- um, clinical issues as well. And so I get to come in and, you know, just like athletes have, um, they might have a conditioning coach or they'll have their um, coaches for their sport. I get to come in and be the the mental coach or the brain coach and help athletes start to hone in on what are some of the different ways that they can strengthen their mental game and maybe what are some of the ways that they could potentially be getting in their own way and sabotaging their performances um, and and I get to kind of come in and help help give them the tools that they need to be able to, perform more consistently with more confidence and and really bring the joy back into their sport. You know, so I get a lot of, you know, I get athletes that are just looking to, um, you know, are realizing that it really is the mental piece that's keeping them from pushing to the next level. Um, they might be feeling performance- anxiety and putting a lot of pressure on themselves and feeling like they can't perform well under pressure they might be feeling some fears of re-injury coming back from an injury into their sport um, they might be dealing with some burnout and and issues with motivation uh, so you know I get all I get to work with athletes, all different levels, uh, you know, from age groupers and, and even, you know, high school and college and, and age groupers all the way to elite and professional athletes. So I get to, um, and, and all different sports, but I, I specialize in working with endurance athletes and, um, <clears throat> don't tell anyone they might be my favorite to work with. So <laughs> I'm excited to be here. <laughs> uh, well, good.
0: We're, we're definitely happy to have you. And- <laughs> I I feel like we could do probably several episodes talking about all these other, you know, the psychological and mental aspects to performance, but today I wanted to have you on to talk about goal setting. We're in the Northern Hemisphere, and most coaches are kind of finishing up the season and starting to look forward to next season. In fact, here at Training Peaks, we've kind of dubbed these next three months the dreaming season. And so I wanted to have you on so that you could tell us what does effective goal setting look like and how could a coach use those principles with their athletes? Absolutely. I think it's a great topic. Fantastic. <laughs> so just to start with, in general, what are some of the key components of goal setting?
1: Um, there are several, actually. And, and what's interesting about that is one of the things I tell people often is that that they may not have necessarily failed at their goal, but they may have just failed at their goal-setting strategy. So there's a few different components that, you know, when I talk about goal-setting with teams or with athletes that I I find are really key. So if we just look at those like the ones that stand out to me the most um, with goal-setting and people that are successful with accomplishing their goals – One, one, the top, one of the top ones that I I tell people, like when I do a workshop on goal setting, I'm like, if you don't remember anything else I say, remember this one thing. So I'm just going to start with that one. So (laughs) that one is um, to be specific. So the more specific you are with outlining the goal, um, with exactly what it is that you want, the vision that you want, and um, being very specific with what that um, outcome goal is, and then getting very specific with the steps that it takes to get there, the more likely you are to actually accomplish that goal. So at every point in the goal-setting process when I'm like actually working with an athlete on on a, the, this sort of formal goal-setting of really diving into it and figuring out what is it that you want and how are we going to get there, at each point during that process, I'm asking them like, how can we make this more specific? So just keep holding on to that in general. The more specific you are, the more likely you are to accomplish it. You know, it's one thing to say like, Oh, I want to do my first 10K or I want to do my first triathlon. It's another thing to get really specific with, um, you know, exactly when that is going to be and what your training plan is going to look like in order to work towards that. Um, so being specific is one. Another one is to figure out ways to include some accountability into your goal setting process. So whatever that looks like for you, um, so for some people that might mean they're sharing their goal with others because now it's out in the world and other people know that that's what you're working towards. There's some accountability with that. For some people, it's just writing it down and having a way to chart their progress. Um, for others, it's having a goal buddy, like someone that they're going to, you know, not just a training buddy, although that's accountability too, but also someone specific that you're going to be able to check in with on your, on your goals. So just getting creative with different ways of uh, including that accountability in there. Um, And then the other one I'll have athletes do, and I think that this is really another sort of key right up there with being specific is knowing that the ability to adjust your goal is part of the skill of goal setting and is a part of the process. So what I'll have athletes do is think about once we get the whole goal set out and we're looking at it, I'll ask, okay, so what are some of the things that might get in the way of you being able to accomplish this? So we're identifying potential challenges that the athlete might face and coming up with a game plan of how they're going to address that ahead of time so that when it happens or if it happens they're not completely derailed from their goal path because they've already decided, they've already re- decided this is how I'm going to respond in this situation. Um, so really planning for setbacks and knowing that when you get to the point where you find you have to adjust your goal, it doesn't mean that you failed at your goal. That's a, that's a part of the process. Very rarely is there ever a goal path that is a, a, you know, a linear, you know, line moving upward to hit your goal. Like you, there's ups and downs, and you know, navigating that is a part of the skill of being effective with your goals as well.
0: Just to go back to um, the first point you had there about being specific, what is it exactly about being specific that kind of triggers success with goal setting?
1: Well, there's a couple things. One is it takes something that might feel overwhelming and breaks it down into something more manageable. Um, It also helps you shift your efforts to something that you can take action on. So it it gives you something very specific to work towards that creates momentum. And then your confidence builds with that and, and your motivation builds with that momentum. So you're sort of seeing that progress. Say so you're going to do your first 5K, and you know what the mileage is, you know, for a 5K, and you know kind of what you need to do each week, um, and you and you say, okay, I'm going to start this week, and I'm going to get some runs in. You know, getting one of the things getting specific does is it makes it brings it to the forefront of your mind and and makes it a priority. So getting some runs in is like, oh, okay, if I have time, I'm going to get some runs in. I'm going to do it after work. Well, then after work you're tired, you don't want to do it. But if you're like, okay, so I need to run four days this week. This is the mileage I'm going to do on these four days. These are the days I'm going to do it. This is where I'm going to go. This is the time I'm going to go. You're you're planning your behavior, so you're more likely to get it in if it's when you're that specific.
0: And is there any kind of psychological benefit or detriment when I've heard things about like uh, people writing down goals and it kind of triggers something in their brain that they get that kind of sense of accomplishment, even though they haven't done it yet? Or on the other side of that, does it push them to kind of strive for that goal?
1: In general, we see that writing goals down is beneficial. However, I will say that it really is individual. So, you know, goal setting process of of making it a little more formal because we're always setting goals, all of us, we're always setting goals. We're just not necessarily doing it in sort of a deliberate, intentional, strategical way. Um, So I say this with the caveat of part of you needs to figure out what system do I know works for me? Um, And once you have that and you get to a place where you find you're not. Making strides towards something you're thinking about, you can come back to, ah, I need to get back to the basics. I need to get back to what I know works for me. Because a lot of times we already have things that work for us and we've just gotten away from them. You know, sometimes we need new tools and those tools... Um, can be really beneficial uh, for get being more successful with working towards our goals. But sometimes you already have stuff that works for you and you just got to get back to it. So writing stuff down, it's another piece of accountability. And there's also research that shows that when you write something down, it commits it to memory more. So it just, it's another way to make it a priority and bring it to the forefront of your mind and then have this um, accountability. The one thing that does happen sometimes is people will feel like pressure when they have that account accountability. And for some people, it works against them. So you kind of have to know that about yourself.
0: And that brings me to the uh, next question I had for you. Um, you'd mentioned a goal buddy. And I feel like as a coach, that could be my role working with an athlete as yeah. I'm kind of their hired goal buddy. Absolutely. <laughs> and, so, and so like as a coach, when you're trying to hold an athlete accountable, is it individual based on that athlete on how you're trying to hold them accountable to their goal or are there some general guidelines as far as like do we want to be harping on them each day about getting things in or is there a gentle way to kind of lead them towards that what's yeah. your advice there
1: I think I mean you're in a right, you're in a great position to be the goal buddy as their coach so one of the things to think about is how can you make goal check-ins a, a normal part of your coaching process. So if you are working with the athlete and you guys together are coming up with the goal, right? Because you want your athlete to have some ownership over the goals that they set for themselves. And you want it to be something that's both challenging, but realistic. Because we find, you know, if it's something that's pretty obvious that they're able to do, they might uh, not put as much effort into doing it. So it has to be something that's like right in that sweet spot of like, it's obviously something that's within their capability, but also something that they're going to have to push themselves to make it happen. So, you know, so a lot of the success of a goal s- starts with the beginning part. So once you kind of go through that process with your athlete of, of setting up that goal, then having these times actually in their training plan where their goal check ins. And so, what that looks like might be different depending on your athlete. You know, some people need more support with that than others. You know, you probably have some athletes where you're like, if I give them a training plan, they're going to do, you know, they're going to do it to the T. But, you know, so having within their plan these times of, um, you know, once a week, we're going to check in um, and it could be written or it can be in person, you know, depending on what that is. So in those check-ins, what's important is to know that you're almost looking at it like a scientist so you're assessing all right so what's working and what isn't working and what do we need to adjust so that's like the gentle sort of like okay well here's one of the things you set out it doesn't seem like that's happening so let's talk about what's happening instead of like what the hell man why aren't you doing your workouts <laughs> you know right. so which doesn't work so what you're trying to do is um really create this space for growth mindset and that like that it's just this non-judgmental like let's figure out what's going on. Cause when you do that, then they're going to let you know what's actually going on versus lying to you. Because I'll tell you coaches out there, I I can tell you with certainty that some of your athletes are lying to you about what training they're getting in. You probably know, you could probably have a sense by looking at their numbers, but like they tell me that. And I'm like, you got to talk to your coach. You got to communicate with your coach. So, so, I mean, that's a big piece is kind of bringing that into just a, a normal part of the process is we check in on your goals and see how things are going and make adjustments together.
0: And I, I just want to add on to what you just said about the athletes lying about um, some of their workouts that they're getting in. And I've actually had kind of the opposite problem with some athletes where they might go do secret workouts yes. because <laughs> they don't feel like they're doing enough. And so um, it's definitely important. Yep, absolutely. When, in a, when you're working with an athlete to set a goal, how Im- ambitious should that goal be?
1: It's I I say, you know, that's part of that finding the sweet spot for you is I'll, sometimes I'll have them brainstorm. Like what's something that, you know, you could absolutely do, like really six weeks from now, you could do it no problem. And then what's something that would be impossible? Like that maybe has been on their mind, but like, there's no way I'm ready to do that. And then we look at, okay, well, what's in the, what's in the middle there? What's something that you feel like is just on the edge of maybe what you're comfortable with so something that you're like oh man that would be really amazing but i'm not, i don't know can i do it so that's the feeling you're trying to get so if it makes you like kind of excited but maybe a little nauseous at the same time like right. is the like oh, oh i don't know but i think i want to do that you know cuz you want it to be something that feels exciting because it when when it's something that you're excited to do it's not hard to get your training in i mean there's still things that make it challenging to get training in just because of day-to-day life but but you know it's when it's something that you know i'm not going to be able to do this unless i get this training in you're more likely to push yourself in that direction
0: we're starting to see a trend with athletes who are doing, I guess I would say, like a bucket list type of event, whether it's completing an Ironman or doing a hundred mile race or something like that. And a lot of times their goal might just be to finish the race. Is there a place for goal setting within that? Or how do you kind of plan for just finishing the race?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's fine to have that as a goal. And for a lot of people, that that's the realistic goal is just, just me getting here and being able to get to the end is that's me pushing myself. I think that, you know, one of the things that I'm always working on with my athletes as well is in addition to the outcome goal, right? So the outcome goal is the, uh, you know, is the, is the what goal or sometimes the ego goal, but it's like the, what is it that I want to accomplish? What am I trying to do here? And then the other thing we're working on is, are the how goals like, okay, so now how am I going to get there? Um, And then the other piece in that how is really thinking about, so these are process goals, like the difference between having an outcome goal and a process goal. So your process goals are, here are the things I need to be doing within the race in order to get through the race successfully. So it brings it down to helping the athlete be in the present moment and focusing on what do I need to do right now in this moment in order to get through this moment. So sometimes for some athletes they prefer focusing on those goals versus the outcome goals because sometimes they feel more anxiety and pressure when they are focused on the outcome goal so that's right. partly what you're doing if you're one of your goals is like i just want to go do this um then your the outcome goal doesn't matter you're just focused on here's what i need to do um you know here are my process goals for you know depending on what the event is like here are my process goals for the swim here are, this is what i need to do for the bike and for the run and i'll break it down even more depending on on you know the things that we're working on so the the one thing i'll say with that is sometimes athletes will set that goal because it feels safer than saying what their real goal is so so this is one of my favorite things to talk about with athletes so this is just something to keep in mind if you have an athlete that's identifying that as their goal is that sometimes I'll I'll have athletes say something like that. That's their, their, their stated goal, right? It's like, I just want to finish the race or I just want to finish with the pack. Um, But their secret goal is something else entirely. So their secret goal is if I don't get in by this time, I'm going to be upset with myself or if I'm not top 10, actually, I'm going to be pissed. You know, as long as that goal is realistic. So the, so you have to know, well, what's the, se- is there a secret goal? And we all have them. We always, you know, it's, it's not bad to have a secret goal, but you need to kind of identify whether or not they have a secret goal because the secret goal is the goal that they are going to gauge their feelings of success on. So if you're working yeah. with an athlete and they say, I just want to finish, but you don't know that their secret goal is, they have a certain time in mind, they might finish and you might be like, that's fantastic. And they're upset with themselves and they feel disappointed. And you didn't know that they had a secret goal when really, if you'd known their secret goal and it's realistic, you might've been able to do that. But the, that's where like our, our brains are trying to protect our ego a little bit. Um, So it's, it feels safer to the ego, so to speak, to just say, I just want to finish than it is to really put it out there and say, this is what I want and not get it. You know, so just knowing like if if you find this, you have a secret goal, you got to do one of two things. You either have to know your stated goal is a worthy goal and that's something and really embrace that and own that. This is my goal and I'm going to feel amazing when I accomplish this goal. Or you look at that secret goal and and say, am I ready to sacrifice what I need to do and put in the effort I would need to do in order to do this? Um, And then you and then embrace that and own that goal. Um, So you got to choose. But if you don't choose, that's when you're going to, you know, say that you had this goal and get to the end of the race and feel upset about it. And nobody deserves to feel upset at the end of an event like that when you've put in that much time and effort.
0: Absolutely. And I absolutely love the idea of this secret goal. And I know that I've definitely had them when I've raced. And I know that athletes have had them too. Now, one thing I would ask you is my experience with the athletes with the secret goals is, one, should they share them with you? Should the coach be aware of those secret goals? And then are they secret anymore?
1: <laughs> yeah, great question. Right. Yeah. Like it, it's great to have the language around it too. And to just make it okay that it, cause it really is okay. So now I'll have athletes be like, okay, well, Carrie, well, my, my, my goal is this, but my secret goal is this. So they just tell me now, like, this is my secret goal that I'm holding on to. So then you can have a conversation about it and you as their coach might be able to help them you know, kind of talk through, like, let's figure this out. What do you, you know, so why do you feel like you're holding back from this being your goal? And, and, you know, just like have a conversation about it. Um, And sometimes they, you know, your athletes might need to know from you. I think that secret goal is not out of reach for you. I think if you, that's something you really want, we can look at what that might take in order to make that happen. Um, And I think the other thing is, you know, really helping. I mean, this is kind of like a, a, a separate part of goal setting, you know, because all of these different aspects of mental training have an effect on, on this process too. But now we're looking at how do you allow yourself to really put it all out there and, and be okay if you don't get that goal, right? So dealing with like how we're defining failure and what that means and how can we think about redefining success and failure in this whole process? Um, so yeah, it's great to be as their coach, a part of that process. And when you have a language around it, it becomes easier for you to talk about it with your athletes.
0: Yeah. My other side to that question is sometimes I've had an athlete that had that secret goal that I was not aware of. <laughs> and from a coach's perspective, they finish the race and I'm really excited because they exceeded my expectations, mm-hmm. but they're still upset about it. Yep. And so how do you address that? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. So I
1: I think that as a coach, you could address it by, you know, you have that conversation and you'd be like, I'm I'm so confused. This was your goal and you did it and you even exceeded what we thought. So tell me why, you know, what's going on? Why are you feeling upset? And then once you assess like, oh, they had a secret goal, you can say that Um, because people get it. You know, when I explain this to people and I said, oh, you know what happened? You had a secret goal and that's the goal you're gauging your success on and you didn't get that. So you're feeling bummed, even though the goal you said was this and they're like, yep, that's exactly what's going on, yes. you know? So, um, so then as a coach, you can go, okay, so let's think about this for the next race. Like, or let's think, of, you know, let's keep this in mind for the next event and know, you know, and kind of hold on to like, this is how you're feeling right now. So what do we want to make sure that we do when we think about the goals next time? Um, you know, and so you're either helping them recognize, are you, are you setting that stated goal and not telling your secret goal because you're afraid of what it means if you don't accomplish it. Uh, you know, is it? You know, you kind of have to figure out like wh- what's the reason there? Why are you not saying that that's the that's the goal that you want? And sometimes they did do better, but now they're comparing themselves to others. Yeah, right. And they're comparing themselves to like. Uh, oh my God, that guy did better than me. I totally should have beat that guy. You, you know, so sudden. So you might even feel good about your performance, but then suddenly your brain go- goes and does one of these comparisons and goes, "Oh wait, you know, you." So you could feel amazing about it, and then you see that guy came in before you, and you're like, "Are you kidding me?" And suddenly you feel horrible about your performance that two seconds ago you felt great about. <laughs> you know, so you yeah. you know you really have to kind of play with this like. How am I defining success and what does that mean for me? And nobody else gets to choose that but you. But a lot of times we, it's just kind of the nature of sport. We are looking to compare ourselves to others uh, versus how did I do relative to the goals that I set out for myself.
0: That's great advice. Um And we are... Almost out of time here, but before I let you go, I've got one more question for you. Okay. And this is one that I'm definitely guilty of myself: is what about people with too many goals?
1: <laughs> yes, that is one of the big pitfalls of goal setting that I tell people about. Um, so there's different pitfalls, and that's one: is when you're really trying to work towards a big change, right, or accomplishing a big goal, you only have so much energy and resources to go towards that. So when you set a lot of goals. That gets watered down basically you because now you're you're needing to put all of that energy into many many different things. So what we find is that sometimes people don't make progress towards any of the goals if you have too many goals right so but it's hard because we're you know and part of this is like personality and part of this is the fact that we live in a very goal driven culture you know so it's it's natural for us to do for of uh, some people that are you know you find you're tending to do this it's sort of natural to set goals for ourselves. Setting too many goals. One of the things you can do is, like, I do this where I'll, on little pieces of paper, I'll write out all of those different things I want to accomplish. Like, all the different things on my mind that I'm thinking are goals for me. And I'll write each one on a different little piece of paper and put them in an envelope. And then over the course of, I don't know, however long I need, depending on how many pieces of paper are in there, each week or each day, I open up the envelope and I go in and I put them all out and I have to take away one goal. So I'm slowly sort of carving out what are the top three goals that are the most important to me right now Um, so that you can kind of start carving out like, okay, I do want to do all these things. But right now, this is the thing that gets me the most excited and I have a visceral sort of feeling in my gut of like – this is what I really want to do. So then you put your energy and efforts into that. Um, so, you know, there is some research that, uh, I don't know if this applies to anyone listening, but there is some research that does point to if you have some health-related goals that have to do with weight loss that people do seem to do better with when they set both um, fitness and goals around nutrition at the same time versus just focusing on one or the other. So I do say that's the one caveat because I've seen some instances like interesting research on that recently um but other than that like you have to choose what's the most important thing to me and then be able to take your energy and efforts and put it into that thing otherwise it just gets watered down and you know and and things don't necessarily make any true
0: movement yeah that totally makes sense and i will work on that going forward <laughs> So I could talk to you all all day about this, and I know there's so much more to this. (laughs) Um, We've got the online course, uh, get your goals, effective goal setting strategies for athletes and coaches, um, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, Any other recommended reading or resources uh, for the coaches that are listening?
1: Yeah. um, Well, one one other thing thought that kind of popped into my head is um, another thing you can do for your athletes and help them do is to really help them celebrate their accomplishments. So, you know, it's so often that as soon as one goal is done, you're like quick to jump on the next goal. And that's part of that sort of goal setting culture that we live in. So just, you know, after you accomplish a goal to really help them sit with that and like, look at what you did. This is amazing. And be able to take that in because we're so often setting the bar higher and higher each time. Like, oh, if I did that, that means I have to set the bar higher, especially, with endurance sports. Like, I just see that, like, Oh, I did this. Well, that, you know, I did, I did a sprint yeah. triathlon. That means I got to go to Kona now. Like, Whoa, wait, That's right. <laughs> you know, so really to let allow them to like, you know, sit with that and feel good about that. Um, instead of immediately going to the, um, to the next school. Um, but I do, um, you know, I absolutely recommend my book on top of your game because there are, you know, in addition to the course, the goal setting course, there's some great tools in there too about, you know, all of these other pieces that come into play when you're looking to help your athletes have their optimal performance, whatever that is. And I'm sure you guys have seen like sometimes the thing that's holding them back is that mental piece. And one of the great things about the book is that it gives you things to do, right? It, you know, a lot of times people don't think about confidence or focus or motivation as skills, but they know that that's having an impact on their performance. And this has the tools in there for, this is, this is how it's a skill and this is what you do to develop that skill. So if you find your, you know, feel like, man, my, my athlete really needs help with this, but I'm not sure how to help them with it. There's all kinds of great books out there, but, um, I would say mine's the best, but yours is the best, yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs>
0: naturally, <laughs>
1: naturally, exactly.
0: <laughs> no, I'll vouch for <laughs> it. Thanks. <laughs> cool. And uh, are you on Twitter or social media that people can follow you?
1: Yeah, so I'm on um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter as Feed the Athlete, and I'm also on Facebook um, as uh, Carrie. She mental skills training. And I also run on Facebook, um, a support group for injured athletes, um, called the injured athletes club. So if you're, if you have any athletes out there that are going through injury and they need some of that support, um, Oh man, it's so great. There's a great community on there of, peop- of people all over the world that are injured that are in there to support each other.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you again for your time. And yeah. um, I know that I definitely enjoyed it, and I'm sure our listeners will as well. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Take care. Dave here again. I hope you enjoyed my talk with Carrie Cheadle. To find out where to follow her on social media, check out the Training Peaks blog. You'll also find some of the recommended reading that she mentioned. And if you want to find out more about goal setting with Carrie, check out her online course. You can enter CoachCast Goal 20 to save 20% on your purchase. Until next time.